holy crap. I've never meant the words holy crap more in my entire life than I do right now because for the past uh, 80 plus hours, either in my bed, like on my side, doubled up in like a fetal position or that same position just upright on a toilet, squeezing for my life, <laughs> trying <laughs> just thinking about how much I'm going to piss Sarah off if I, <laughs> by the way, here, here's, here's a pro tip, by the way. For anybody experiencing uh, explosive diarrhea, one of the worst things that can about explosive diarrhea is the fact that when your toilet bowl has been sitting there, no one's used it for a while, and the the lines of the port, the sides of the porcelain have dried up. That is prime a prime setting for stickage and permanent holdage of streaks. And God knows what on the side of the toilet bowl. And I cannot even. So here's a pro. The worst thing about diarrhea is when it attacks you twice. Once is having it. And the second is hours later going back and opening the toilet lid and realizing uh, that it completely caked onto the side of the bowl of the toilet and flushing isn't helping uh that you're gonna have to get in there with your hands and take care of something uh pro tip as you're sitting down onto the toilet maybe even as you're lifting up the toilet bowl lid uh just give it a flush give it a pre-flush that uh that wins <laughs> can't be the only one out there that does this it wets the sides uh and it really takes away that the holding power of the porcelain uh reducing your chances of uh future stickage now uh like i said one a round trip bedroom to toilet action that was my life for the past three days and the problem with this outside of uh, learning to uh, fend off uh, porcelain streakage is that uh, two really influential books I read over the past couple of years, The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield and uh, a book called The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho uh, were massively impactful to me, but they have these two ideas of omens and resistance and their ideas that I now think can work together. But at the beginning, I'm like, I think they contradict each other. And so I've had these ideas floating around in my mind and I don't know how they relate to my getting sick at the beginning of this. Is this an omen? Is it, is this resistance? So I need to go to the bathroom again. I need to take 30 seconds. I'm going to go to the bathroom. And when I come back, I'm going to break down what Paulo says omens are, what Steven says, uh, resistance is how that impacts you as someone creating things in life. Uh, and what I think that has to do with me almost crapping my pants three times over the past four days. Friends, this is Rob. This is Daily Guinness. Give us this. All right, here's the deal. Uh, Recap, synopsis, what's been going on. Uh, Six days ago, July 21st, I announced I'm drinking a Guinness every day and I'm recording a podcast every day. I was apprehensive about it. That's a year is a massive commitment to do something daily is a massive commitment. Three days after I announced this, I recorded a couple podcasts. Things were growing great. I was feeling pumped. I was feeling uh, inspired. Like this could be, all right, maybe this was the right decision. Then all of a sudden, third day, I wake up. It's like the top of my stomach. I have the most 
the most crippling stomach cramps ever. I'm, I'm laying in bed. I'm in the fetal position on my left side because for some reason that makes my left side makes it all better. And I'm hurled up and I can like barely breathe. And it was like coming in like waves. Like I was going through labor or something. I'm like sitting there and about just about every 20 minutes it would hit me and it would be like this minute long, just completely tightening me up into the ball into a ball. Uh, I didn't eat anything on Friday. I was telling my wife, Sarah was working from home and I was explaining this. Uh, she was like, okay, tell me what, tell me what are your uh, symptoms? And I'm telling her all this. And she says, I think you might be having your period by the sound of it. You're bloated. Uh, you're having stomach cramps. Uh, you're miserable. Maybe you have a headache. Uh, so we, we sat on it for a second, silence, looked at each other. Finally, we were ruled out. No, uh, I'm not having my period. Second thing that comes into our mind, like anybody else that gets sick with anything right now, COVID pops in your mind. So I'm thinking, okay, we're Google searching. Is our stomach cramps somehow a secret uh, symptom of having COVID? It's like, could I be the very first person that their only symptoms are crazy stomach pains and bloated and crampy? It's like it was. I was so bloated and felt so gassy minus the gas relief. So like having, it was like a, it was like two full days of feeling like I needed to fart, but I couldn't. And so it was all up inside me. And the only thing that was coming out of me was the most explosive diarrhea. Like I'm talking diarrhea that you sit on the toilet and you go to the bathroom. And I swear to God, I, I lifted off the seat. I'm not kidding you. I'm the, almost for certain there was a moment that my butt and the toilet seat lost contact for a second between that and being crippled in bed. Uh, that was how I spent the first few days. So I'm laying there. I'm like the, that Thursday night. I'm waking up in the middle of the night with all these cramps. And I'm and when being sick at night, by the way, is the worst because you're trying to sleep. You're waking up. And you don't know what's real. You don't know what's uh, you don't know if you're like in the middle of a dream still. Like you wake up when you're sick and you're still like partially in that dream. And you're then you're partially in your bedroom. And it's like the worst thing ever. And as I'm coming in and out of consciousness, my mind is thinking, Holy crap, am I, why is, why, why is this podcast the first thing that pops in my mind? But it was, it comes to my mind thinking, oh man, is this a sign? Is this a sign that I made a bad decision? I shouldn't be doing this podcast at all. Is this sickness a bad omen? So we did a bunch of like Google searching online because, you know, like, I don't know. I don't want, I'm not just going to go to the, I, I don't know about you, but my insurance isn't someone that I can just go to the doctor for just any like ache and pain. So, uh, we're like, we're here Google searching everything. We, Sarah starts feeling these cramps too. And we kind of rule out that food poisoning. Cause the last time we'd eaten was far enough away. So we're pretty sure that it was just a stomach virus of some sort, uh, that or the quickest case of COVID in the history of the world. And uh, by the way, WebMD has to be the worst thing in the world to go search your symptoms on because no matter what you're feeling like your toe hurts your stomach's cramp it all leads to cancer somehow on webmd so we're like wait we're like waiting through all this information we both settle on the fact that we think it was a stomach virus of some sort and as i'm i'm, I'm kind of plateauing out during my day on friday just non-stop all day so as i'm laying there in bed i can't help but think is this is this a bat is this an omen or is this a resistance and but let me back up uh to define these, an omen, I've got these two books right in front of me here, and an, uh, an omen 
was something that was described in a book called The Alchemist by an author named Paulo Coelho. I've had so many friends recommend reading this book, uh, but the first time I'd started diving into it was when Sarah and I randomly were in an Airbnb in uh, Brussels. Belgium a few years back, and they uh, they had an, a copy of it on the nightstand, and I started reading it, and it was fascinating, so I ended up buying my own copy. But in this novel, it describes omens as something that's believed to foreshadow a good or evil event that's to come in the future. <laughs> For some reason, anytime I think of omens, I think of two Scottish movies. I don't know why. One is being when I was stuck on a flight watching How to Train Your Dragon. Ah! <clears throat> you brought back a hobgoblin! They're a bad omen. We're cursed. <laughs> Nonsense. What harm could he do? And the other's Braveheart. The Lord tells me he can get me out of this mess, but he's pretty sure you're fucked. I've never considered myself to be a superstitious person, but I, I feel like, you, know, especially with this curiosity thing, this belief that nothing is just what it is. Everything has a deeper meaning. This, everything has something that can teach me. I have, feel like I might have turned into someone that, that has a leaning towards thinking that omens are real. The other word for it could be just a sign. Ooh, this, is a, this is a sign that uh, we're on the right path or the wrong path. So my, the first thing going to my mind is, oh my God, this is a bad, this is like a bad sign sign like is this showing me this is right off the bat three days in telling me i shouldn't do this whole daily guinness thing but then all of a sudden my mind thinks of stephen pressfield in his book the war of art it's one of my most given away books to other artist friends of mine essentially he defines resistance as a universal force that has one singular mission to keep things the way they are and maybe i'll even read if i can find it he has a short uh, oh yeah, he has a list. Let me, let me read this apart from his book. He says the following is a list in no particular order of those activities that most commonly elicit resistance. One, the pursuit of any calling in writing, painting, music, film, dance, or any creative art, however marginal or unconventional. Two, the launching of any entrepreneurial venue or enterprise for profit or otherwise, any diet or health regimen, any program of spiritual advancement, any activity whose aim is tighter abdominals, uh, any course or program designed to overcome an unwholesome habit or addiction, education of any kind, any act of political, moral, or ethical courage, including the decision to change for the better some unworthy pattern of thought or conduct in ourselves, uh, the undertaking of any enterprise or endeavor whose aim is to help others, any act that entails commitment of the heart, the decision to get married or have a child or whether a rocky patch in a relationship or finally number 11 is the taking of any principled stand in the face of adversity. In other words, any act that rejects immediate gratification in favor of long-term growth, health or integrity or expressed another way, any act that derives from another higher nature other than our lower, any of these will elicit resistance. And he goes on to talk about resistance shows up as over-rationalizing, fear, anxiety, distractions, raising the voice of the inner critic. It will use any tool to stop creation flowing from an individual, no matter what the field the creation is in. So as I'm thinking about this, I, I tell Sarah and she says, yeah, I explained to her the, the omens and resistance because I want to hear what she thinks. And after listening, she's quiet for a second. She looks at me and says, yeah, it could be an omen or it could be resistance. 
or you could just have a stomach virus and you should do whatever the hell you want. If the podcast gets you pumped, do it. If it doesn't, don't do it. But here's the deal, man. I've been thinking about it nonstop. I've been sitting on the toilet after I've uh, remembered to pre-flush, by the way. Uh, but as I'm sitting there, just like curled up on the porcelain, I've been, th- I've been thinking, is this a sign that this was a mistake? Is this a sign that I'm off? That I shouldn't be doing this. You know, there's so many, there's a bajillion reasons why I shouldn't be doing a podcast right now. That's every day because it's in the middle of COVID. I can't travel. There's a million reasons. And I have a feeling you are in the same situation with something uniquely specific to you in your life. There's a million reasons keeping you back from starting what you know you should be doing. Uh, is it that? Is it something genuine that I should take uh, that I should take an account in and this is a sign and maybe I should focus on my efforts on something else? Or is this an example of resistance, something that's encouraging me actually, like almost daring me in my face? It's almost like the universe is staring me down right in my retinas, daring me to continue forward. Is this, like you said you are going to do this, how serious were you? Or is this just... Uh, a normal stomach flu and I'm on crazy pills trying to put deeper meaning to it. Uh, I've been thinking about it for the past 80 hours and I think I finally come to a conclusion. What I believe this is, what I think and what I, th- I think this relates to you and what I think this it means to all of us moving forward is... At this time, WMTV, Madison, Wisconsin, now concludes its broadcast day and permanently ceases analog transmissions to southern Wisconsin. (laughs) 